Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse, and I'm the CEO of Compass Group International, and welcome to another episode of Expat Thailand. Today, I want to talk about another strategy for those out there that have a large family. And you're not just looking at your immediate family or, you know, you and your husband, you and your wife, and maybe your kids uh, coming here to Thailand, but you really would, you, you're trying to sell Thailand to other family members, whether it's your parents or your in-laws or maybe your siblings or aunts and uncles because you feel that they'd be better off living in a place like Thailand than another country like the United States. Well, I have a solution for you and an option that can help you better get across this, uh, you know, this major move and making it fun. So recently, as of last year, I had a huge client uh, that we were working on and this client had a lot of family members. They're based out of California and in California, for those of you who aren't familiar with a lifestyle, California used to be used to be awesome. I know because I used to live there. You know, I've lived in beautiful places like in Malibu, worked in places like in South Bay, Manhattan Beach, but most of all, I enjoyed living in Orange County, places like Huntington Beach and Newport Beach because it was just gorgeous and the beaches were beautiful and pristine and it was still somewhat affordable if you did well well fast forward to today california is not quite the same you know this paradise in america is not the same and the same thing is happening in florida outrageous prices obviously because of inflation increasing uh, real estate costs higher taxation. I mean, how many of you, a lot of you that are listening to this, that are Americans are actually live in the West or live in California. You, I know what you're going through. I understand it. And you're, and you're getting frustrated with that. You're, they're taxing you at everything and new stupid laws. And you're just ready to get out and try to find that new piece of paradise. Well, this client referred to me by another friend of mine, a very, very close friend of mine. So they live in LA, very, very well off. They retired, empty nesters, but very, very close to their family and a large family. But the one thing that they wanted was they didn't want to move to a place like Thailand full time. Actually, originally, originally our conversation was about Latin America. Because my friend that referred me to them uh, was having dinner. Uh, so he and his wife was having, a, having dinner with, with this other couple, which is, my, which is my client now. And they were talking about uh, Latin America. They were talking about maybe living half their time in a place like Costa Rica or even like in Belize. And my friend brought it up. He said, hey, I have a very close friend of mine uh, that has been working in Costa Rica, lived there for quite some time. He's in Thailand now. But if you want me to, I can have him, I can set up a conference call for you to discuss some of your options, like in Costa Rica. So we did that. We got on the conference call. And most of these initial conference calls, especially when someone has already have done their research, 
they're not like they're not in step one they're in step three they're like ready to go real estate shopping secure that home and starting to make that transition they were like ready to go so obviously what i what i expressed to them is i gave them the history of costa rica that's where i started compass group international back in 2002. actually i set foot in there in 2001. didn't start my company until a year later and i told them the ups and downs of why i left because i said i think that's very important i said I will do everything I can to help you in acquiring your dream home in a place like Costa Rica or even Belize or anywhere in Latin America. But it would be unfair for me to tell you why I don't live there anymore. Why I moved out of Costa Rica. So as I shared my information, I'm going to go over everything with you because I've done a number of episodes just please refer back to some of my prior episodes of why I left Costa Rica why I feel Latin America is going sideways and why I feel as an English-speaking expat you should stay away from Latin America and a better option is here in Southeast Asia in a place like Thailand but just some of the quick highlights Costa Rica is no longer that inexpensive place to live if you're looking for that oceanfront home, well, forget about it. Because if you weren't aware, Costa Rica, because of the environmental rules, there are few and far between homes that actually are legally or legally able to purchase that's on the beach, beachfront. A lot of them are set back because these are environmental laws. But some of the homes that have been grandfathered in, they're on land leases. And I'm not a big fan of land leases. But most of all, that beachfront home, let's say that four to five bedroom beachfront home that's about four, five, six thousand square feet. Back when I was in Costa Rica, that home would probably run two million dollars. Today, that same home would probably be about five or six million dollars. The price isn't too far off than having a beach home in California or in Florida. I remember having this discussion with all of our developers in Costa Rica before we left, before I packed my bag and said, I'm getting the fuck out of here because nobody's listening. Nobody gets it. For those of you new to this podcast, I've been in this business for going on 20 years. And our first line of business is working with developers in these countries that are expat havens for people like you and I. So they specifically develop properties for expats, whether they come from the United States or they come from Canada or somewhere in Europe. There's a lot of Germans that actually live also in Costa Rica. But when we warned them a long time ago after the crash to stop marketing to baby boomers because they weren't coming that they need to change, not just their marketing strategies, but also change what they're building. Because we warned them, literally a decade in advance, at least five years in advance, that their biggest competitor isn't their neighboring real estate developer. Another real estate company, another developer building the same exact project, 
two or three doors down, a mile or two down the street. No, their biggest competition is the United States. So why, as an American, would I want to pay almost the same exact prices for a two-bedroom, two-bath condo in Costa Rica that I can get in Florida or in California? Why would an American, think about this hard, why would an American, why would a, a, an English-speaking foreigner want to pay almost the same prices to live in a second world country? There's no benefit. You might as well just buy it in Huntington Beach. You might as well just buy it in South Beach. No reason to go down to Costa Rica to live in a second world nation. The advantage of living in a second world nation like Costa Rica or like Thailand or Philippines is the peace of mind that what you're buying, you're buying the same exact type of real estate, but at a 50% discount, 75% discount, and your cost of living may be one-tenth or one-fifth of the cost. But a long time ago, I saw Costa Rica was inching closer and closer to be neck and neck with the lifestyle of my lifestyle in California. So I'm like, this sucks. When I first came here, it was fairly reasonable, fairly inexpensive, but now everything's expensive. And it's only gonna climb from here, so I'm out of here. So as I explained these things to my client, I said, please don't let the distance fool you, thinking that, okay, well, I live in LA, it's very easy to hop on a flight, a direct flight to San Jose, or if anything, you have one layover, maybe, uh, maybe somewhere in Dallas or Houston, and then from there you're off to, uh, off to Costa Rica, to San Jose, or to Guanacaste. I said, don't let that be your own determining factors. Like, I want my second home to be close. Because what's the point of duplicating your same exact lifestyle in a country like Costa Rica when you're paying the same exact prices? There's no advantage. That's, where, that's how Thailand is different. So as I explained everything in Thailand, that's when it sparked the interest. And what's very funny is this same scenario has happened to me time and time again. I mean, I've been referred to from clients that looking in the Bahamas, that are Caribbean, or in Southern Europe, or other uh, countries, and for an example, like Mexico, or Central America, or even South America. And I go through the same exact process and about 95% of them, it's that 5% that still are determined to live in these areas, mainly because they've been going there for a very long time. They have other friends and relatives that live there. So they want to be close to them, which is understandable. But that 95% that don't walk a mile in my shoes, and I have to explain everything to them, realize as, you know, over conference calls and many, many hours of conversation and they're doing their own research that I'm right. That whether you're looking at your dream home in, in Southern Europe or in Latin America, but when you compare it to a place like Thailand, there is no comparison. So let's get back to the strategies. So let's say that you have a large family. You have maybe 10 members in your family, 15, 20 members of your family. 
Not everyone's going to be successful. Not everyone's going to be a multimillionaire. Maybe you are. Maybe you're doing very well. But maybe you may have a sibling that makes minimum wage. You may have another sibling that maybe makes seventy-five or $100,000 a year. But they're still fairly good with their finances. They're still putting money away, maxing out their 401k, putting some money away from savings, not being extravagant, um, kind of uh, not accruing a lot, a lot of debt or not have a lot of new debt. So this family is that is that same situation. They're very well off. They are multi multi millionaires living uh, in West LA. And they also have a condo in um, what's oh god what is that place called that farmers market. Uh, God, I can't, I can't believe I just had a brain fart. It's that famous farmer's market. I'm not sure it's also lives there. That's uh, just north of Marina Del Rey. Well, I, I think you know what I'm talking about. So they said, well, Thailand is actually very interesting. And we've actually been there before. And we loved it. We were there for a week. We also uh, went to Japan. We've been to Taiwan. They've been a lot of different places, Singapore, Philippines. They've been to Vietnam. They've been to a lot of Asian countries. And they really love Thailand. And it never really, the idea of living here never really came about because, you know, from traveling from L.A., you know, you're looking at 11 hours from L.A. to, like, Korea, then Korea to uh, to Bangkok is about another four hours. So I never really thought about that. But as I explained it to them, I said, you know, you're, you're flying business class, you're flying, you're flying first class, so it's not a big deal. And during the layovers, whether it's an hour and a half or two or even three hours, you're kicking back to the lounge. But when you're here, you're glad that you're here. So they said, we love the idea. How do we sell it to our family? I said, well, tell me about your family. They said that they love the idea of Thailand because this opens up to not just his family, but his wife's family for other family members that have been struggling and getting close to that retirement age or some actually retired now, but have to scale back. Or some of them see no end in sight. They don't see the light at the end of the tunnel because of just inflation and their wages just isn't catching up. It's like a, you know, it's like the hamster in that, you know, in that little wheel, just going nowhere. Santa Monica, sorry, Santa Monica. That's the beach city that I'm talking about in California. So I said, I have an idea. Because I'm glad you brought this up because I've worked with a lot of other family members that sell or actually bring their whole family. Once they're here in Thailand, they want to bring everyone here. I've done it. My whole family's here. And I have quite a few very close friends that have already moved here or moving here within the next one to five years. So I give my background of working with professional athletes. So in the past, and I still do on occasion, 
But during the past when I was really networking heavily, I, I was introduced to a number of different sports agents. And some of these sports agents are good and some of them are bad. But fortunately, I worked with some pretty good and pretty savvy sports agents. And one thing that I love about what, what they do for their athletes is statistics have shown that a professional football player in the NFL, once they retire, go bankrupt within five years. They lose everything because they just they don't have any personal financial money management education. They're not financially savvy. Because when they made the big box, all they did was spend, 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 spend. And then when they retire, that spending stays. And they put nothing away. They still live in that huge ball of lifestyle. And then the money runs out. So what a lot of these sports agents do, whether it's on a quarterly basis or every six months or annually, they do retreats. Retreats to cool places, whether it's in domestic United States, uh, but if they're going to go abroad, it's going to be someplace close. Uh, that's maybe like Cabo. They do a lot in Cabos, you know, places in Mexico or places even like in Costa Rica or even Belize. But they do these weekend getaways where they invite all of their top or all their clients that want to attend to this summit, to this financial retreat. And in this retreat, they also invite a number of other different consultants to educate their players on how to keep their money. How to preserve their assets. And that was brilliant. So I was invited uh, to many of these seminars talking about offshore real estate, talking about building a real estate portfolio, not just offshore, but domestically, generating income, how to use 1031 exchanges, uh, to your benefit, uh, and then uh, talking about uh, the advantages of investing in emerging markets. And then there were other consultants from hedge fund managers, uh, portfolio, other portfolio managers from other banks, uh, other wealth companies, attorneys uh, that were setting up trusts, estate planning. So they really got to learn a lot over this weekend. I said, why don't we do the same exact thing? I can set this up. But the difference is, I'm not inviting all these other people. It's just gonna be my team. I said, let's do it someplace fun. Let's do it for a weekend. Let's get everyone there. And then let me just take a half a day to a day to educate everyone on kind of setting that financial or that foundation first talking about retirement and the pitfalls of retirement. What most people are doing wrong. And also what most people are doing right. And then the advantages of retiring in a place like Thailand. So they thought it was a fantastic idea. Most of their family members live in California. Some are throughout the Southwest and so forth. And, they, and I wanted to throw out some ideas because I haven't been back to the States uh, for a while, and I haven't been back to Las Vegas in a while, I, and everybody loves to go to Vegas. I said, when was the last time you've been to Vegas? I said, wow, it's been a while. And Vegas is always fun. I said, why don't we do it in Vegas? 
why don't we find a nice hotel that's, you know, because they're gonna, they were gonna front the bill. They were gonna pay for this weekend for everyone. So we picked a hotel, we picked a venue, and over two days, I spent time with a family, my wife and I, and a few of other team members that came, explaining to them the pros and cons of retirement, but also what it's like to live here in Thailand. So obviously not everybody was sold, but a good portion were. If anything, this at least gave them enough financial education, enough of a foundation to realize that they need to do more. Whether they still want to retire in their backyard in Arizona or in Utah or in California, are some of the changes they need to make if they want to retire and stay in these cities. But also, I gave them the other option of going abroad and how much exponentially better their life can be. So fast forward to now, what I'm trying to say is if you have a large group of family members, because a lot of family members, especially when they are a little bit on the wealthy side, it's either, it's either way to the left or way to the right. They either have a great relationship with their family or they no longer associate with their family. And the ones that don't associate their family are the ones that basically came from nothing, build their wealth from nothing, but their family members are still losers. And all they do is just mooch off of them. Or, on the other hand, you have uh, a, a child that was brought up in a very close-knit family, whether they're heavily educated or not, but made millions, but want to share it with the family. So what I also did was, you know, I, I gave them the idea of what it would be like to build a portfolio, build a sustainable life here in Thailand at different budgets. Whether someone has, and I went up from 250,000, 500,000, 1 million, 2 million, 3 million, and up. And it kind of gave everyone an idea in all different walks of life in this group, it gave them a snapshot of a reality that they can build here in Thailand. Give them a taste of what it's like to live here with even just a $250,000 budget. With that type of budget, for husband and wife, or husband and husband, wife and wife, whatever it may be for a couple that's in their 40s or 50s, they don't have to buy, they can rent because rent here is cheap. And they can rent a beautiful condo or beautiful house at the beach or even here in Bangkok and still have enough money to eat out every single meals. Go and do fun stuff. You know, nightlife, going to wine bars, uh, doing domestic travel or traveling to nearby countries. They can still do that, even when it's as little as $250,000. And I built that up. So what I'm saying is you can do the same exact thing. Instead of just giving an alternative of or ultimatum, say, hey, we're moving to Thailand. You can come, 
But if you don't want to come, you're on your own. The thought, you know, you may be strong yourself. You may be more well-rounded. You may be more open to change because it's just human nature not to like change. So not everyone is built like you and I. So people really need to be eased into it. And you need to build that foundation, building that trust. And by doing so is putting a family seminar, like a financial seminar for the family. You know, it surprises me when I'm thinking about this. It's like, why do only rich people do this? Every single family member, I don't care if you are poor, middle class, rich, every single family, whether you're a small family, large family, you should always have at least once a year getting all your family members together and educating yourself. Inviting a an estate planning attorney. Inviting a banker, a wealth manager. Inviting tax attorneys. Because these people are happily to come and speak in your meetings for free to get the business. Just call up your bank. Look, up, look it up online and, and start contacting estate planning attorneys. Hey, I have a group of 15 family members and we're going to uh, all be together. Would you be open to explaining your services and kind of educate us on what you do for a few hours? They'll do for free. But there isn't anyone that can do what I do when it comes down to offshore asset management, offshore wealth planning, wealth preservation, and especially when it comes down to securing real estate assets. But I wanted to give you this idea because it works. It's always worked. One of the things great about doing a family seminar is that you can also make it fun. And if, especially if you're making it on a regular basis, and especially for the youngins, for the younger kids in the family, it's so wise of these more affluent family members when they start educating their children young on money. You know what's very interesting? I was reading a statistic. The difference between a rich family or a rich person and a non-rich person is the rich family is not afraid to talk about money to their kids. For the poor family, they don't want to talk about it. Because obviously it's bad, but they don't want to talk about it. Then you know what happens? Those kids make the same exact mistakes. Where it should be just the opposite. It should be those family members that are coming from, you know, from a lower to middle class that aren't going anywhere to explain to other family members these are the mistakes that we've made. Don't make them too. Learn from our mistakes. Do things different. Because if you do things different, you're going to be able to retire with a peace of mind, with a nice financial nest egg. Not like them. They're going to retire in debt. Or should I say, never retire. There isn't any sort of retirement planning for many people, especially Americans, is because they cannot retire. They've accrued too much debt. For those of you that are 
still read financial newspapers online or so forth, you've seen the numbers yourself. Americans have accrued the highest amount of debt in history per person. And it's just getting larger and larger. So I urge you to not just keep Thailand to yourself, but share it with your family. And a good way to do that is putting together a family seminar. Even if you're not planning on moving here to Thailand, at least if anything, and please take this to heart. Educate your family members, whether it's immediate and secondary family members, even friends, on becoming more financially savvy. Instilling financial education and knowledge to their kids as young as junior high and high school. So they're not growing up in debt and accruing more debt and getting nowhere. If you do that, you will have more, more successful family members in your family and more happier people. And you're probably gonna have better marriages because the number one reason for divorce is still finances. So hope you found this to be helpful and we hope to see you in Thailand. Thank you for joining me today. We'll see you next time.